going on, savages? Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowflake Podcast with me, Jeff Leach. How are ya? One and all. Welcome. Welcome back to my dulcet tones, my bassy voice. I'm arranging the microphone. I've already arranged that. I don't know why I'm playing around with it. Maybe that's nerves. Maybe I'm nervous about my guest today. I don't know why I would be. Maybe I'm nervous about my life. Maybe it's because I've had a few days where I've been a bit head coldy. You know, I've had a little something going on in the sinuses, driving me fucking insane all day, every day. It's not like a proper cold. If it just came on like a proper cold and gave me the flu and made me bedridden for two days, then I know what I was dealing with. Instead, it's just been lingering for a few days. Anyway, I'm feeling right as rain now. Thank goodness. And I can finally get back to enjoying some of these wonderful things that my sponsors offer me. For instance, over here, Boundless Tech, uh, our good friends at Boundless Tech, bndlstech.com. Make sure to check out their website. They provide the finest in tech for vaping. If you like to smoke resin or flour or oils or distillates, then you want to check out their wonderful range. They've got incredible battery life. These things can heat up to any different degree Fahrenheit that you want to get your weed or your oils to. So you can enjoy those different cannabinoids, the different flavors, the different tastes, at a much smoother smoke rather than the burning effects that happens when you uh, when you light up in a blunt or a joint which is uh, not very enjoyable also a little harsh on the throat so I prefer to get my sweet sweet weed in a nice vapor format uh, make sure you check out boundlesstech.com that's B-N-D-L-S tech.com and use code SAVAGE for 25% off all of their wonderful units I recommend highly the CF710 and the Terra those are my two favorite that I use regularly and also our friends at manscaped.com here they are lovelymanscaped.com keeping myself nice and trim look at this look at this trim chest ah oh, look at that all the way down that goes to the balls and the arsehole i just shaved my arsehole for the first time ladies and gentlemen not not i've never kept my arsehole smooth but normally i would wax or use hair removal cream anyway i've been using their lawnmower 2.0 on the old cock and balls wonderful no nicks it's got that skin safe technology only blades on one side the other side is made out of a special patented form that will actually never nick your skin so as long as you go with that hair you will never have the fear of cutting your ball sack open and losing a testicle to the gods of testicle that's the name official name of uh, the gods that you know, testicle, testicle. That's that's how that's how they do it. I, I don't know. I looked it up somewhere. It was on a forum. I, it might have been Reddit. Maybe I was joking off. I don't know what was happening. Uh, make sure you check out their products, Manscaped.com. If you use their code Savage over there, you'll get twenty percent off their products. You'll also get a beautiful leather travel bag. And you also get free shipping on all of the orders. So check out the Lawnmower 2.0. Check out their aftershave. It's very oaky, very musky, very sweet. It's not an overpowering smell. And also check out the bull wipes. Loads of things, loads of accessories. Look at them, manscaped.com. All right, my guest today, ladies and gentlemen, boom, here he is. Mr. Eric Rivera. You may have seen him on The Tonight Show, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe you've seen him on Kevin Hart's Laugh Out Loud Network. And he's got a brand new thing coming up on HBO that he's going to tell us about over the course of this podcast. Eric Rivera, how are you, man? I'm good. So this is not a podcast I'm going to tell my mother-in-law about. Uh, <laughs> because of that intro? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Drugs and balls. Cock and balls. I was like, okay. Cock, not, balls, not and smoking Not going to promote it weeds. within the family on that one. <laughs> Would you, I mean, well, first of all, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but your mum at least once in her life was into cock and balls because you're here. Yeah, she so. was. Yes. But I met my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law is the more tech-savvy. Oh. My, mother will, my mother will never find this. I, well, first of all, how often do you hit up your mother-in-law like, hey, what's up? I just well, wanted no. to let you know about if, a podcast. When I, I post did. something, she goes and she's like, oh, I, I saw it. Like some things I'm like, oh, there's no way. Like I've done podcasts I with like comedian saying. friends. I'm like, oh, I, I like Robert Kelly. You know what? I'm like, oh, I did that one. And she's like, I listened to him. I'm like, right. why, why would why would you listen to that? Like, no, don't. So. Whereas this one, you're not even going to put it up on Instagram. You won't even advertise it. Instagram, like, I will. She's not on Instagram. So okay, that's what Twitter I Twitter is yeah. a no-go for this Facebook one. is a no-go. Facebook she's, is a that's no-go. That's what she's big. Facebook. Is she like, I mean, is she, she's a mother-in-law. She understands what you do for a living. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. She, so she, she knows understands. She's come to shows. Gangs. She's seen some of the comedians. Uh, sometimes I'm worried. I'm like, uh, I don't know how they're going to react. And they end up loving that comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my, my father-in-law is infatuated with Big J. Ogerson. Really? Still quotes him to this day, which Good. makes me uncomfortable. Because I'm like, I don't know. I don't, we how many of my fucking yeah, gangs yeah. can you repeat What about me? me? Do you, yeah, do you talk about me like this? What you're saying is that Big J needs to make moves on your wife. And <laughs> Probably. His father-in-law would be in. Father-in-law would be, be right in. He'd be like, well, I really like you, Eric, yeah. but. Yeah. <laughs> Big J's, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, he's wonderful. One of my yeah. favorite comics to watch. I love his crowd work, especially, obviously. That's what right. he's famed for. But also very dirty. Yes. Like infinitely dirty. Oh, yeah. So, Where yeah. A, a, you don't realize it as a comic, but when your parents or parent-in-laws are there, you start realizing, like, oh, wow, this is... Woo. Dude, I feel like this is... Um, <laughs> you know, when I'm on stage, sometimes I'll I'll do a joke that... A lot of my jokes are about politics or topical humor or personal stories or right. about something deeper, but then I will make it more accessible by using a, a sexual or more playful metaphor yeah. that people can get behind. Right, right. And sometimes I do those jokes and people in the audience will, if especially if there's an older person, a more mature person in the audience, they'll be like... <gasps> Oh my god! Look, there's an old granny here, right. and I always have like a bit, like a go-to bit, which is effectively highlighting the fact that that right. woman or man they were trying anal back in the fucking twenties. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you think they did? Where do you think we get all our sexual proclivities right. from? Where do we get that you, shit from? You do, you do double down because we did Vegas together. Yeah, you, and have you to. were. I, I remember it was Vegas can be one of those places. Like, if you bring, you even bring up Trump's name, people get very scared. How dare you? How fucking? And I, 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 I enjoyed watching you because you're like Trump. They'd get uncomfortable. Like, it's like a gynecologist. Like, I'm gonna double down. There you go. If, yeah, you're, yeah, if you don't yeah. like the Trump, I'm gonna. So let's talk about eating vagina. It's there like, you go. All right, good, good for you, Jeff. You're just gonna jam it home. Well, that's true. I have like whole that whole bit of material is you know basically reducing the the job of presidency yeah. to well I think I'm good at eating pussy but that doesn't mean I get to be a gynecologist yeah. just because you think he's good at business doesn't mean he gets to yeah. be a president but you, know you were tied all back around so it's like there you, you have go. To, yeah but it's, <laughs> that's I think that's the new if you are which I, I think we both are sort of left of center when it comes to our political outlook right. perhaps then especially in a town like Vegas where it is predominantly a red state there's a lot of people out there especially all the people the tourists that are in, in there right. you know let's be honest if your idea of the most cultural fucking trip you can take your family on is to go somewhere to drink this size beers that are the size of your fucking right. head <laughs> and you know what I mean and like gamble your child's yeah. <laughs> potential college funds away yeah. then you're probably not going to be the most progressive individual in the world right right but you have to like go, I still want to be able to make jokes about whatever I want to make jokes about, but then you have to try and find a way to make it accessible. Yeah. So I feel like you're, you're you know, your mother and father-in-law, I'm sure, I know you feel a responsibility to be well-behaved. Right. So what but, you're saying, I should double down, just get him the yeah. Manscaped kit for Christmas. Like, here you go, dad. Bam. Code Savage, 20% off, free travel bag, <laughs> free down. shipping. And also, when you tell the dirty jokes, you need to be staring right into your mother-in-law's right. eyes. Just fucking lick a lip, just like yeah. a lick a lip. You know what I mean? Anything that's gross and sexual, directed right. directly towards Right them. in their eyes. Yeah. Be like, okay. yeah. I mean, like, I would get up on stage and just be like, what? you know, if people were like, oh my God, that's your parents-in-law? Yeah. Just be like, I mean, what more can I do to upset them? I'm already fucking their door. Right. <laughs> I mean, but that's that's literally it, right? Yeah. And I think they get behind that. Well, we, they got two grandkids, so they have to know it's happening. Exactly. You've already got they, behind they it. Know. Am I right? <laughs> hey, oh, hey. It was a doggy style joke. Or anal. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna assume. 
Uh, no. I'm, uh, <laughs> What's your mother-in-law's name? Phyllis. Phyllis. I'm very sorry um, for who you've welcomed into your family. He's not normally like this, but he no. brings out... I'm not normally this sexual, but he brings out the worst in me. And, uh, and I think she could do better. I'll be honest, <laughs> Phyllis. How did you meet your missus? Uh, we met in New York. So okay. she... So and she's I, not in the industry, right? She's no. not in the business. Thanks. Well, she's wow. sort of like she works in finance right now. Okay. She's working uh, on the finance side of like uh, studio department over okay. at Netflix. But she she doesn't have that. No, you know, she's that, not. That, doesn't that have a headshot. No, to be fucking validated yeah, by yeah. strangers all day yeah, every no day. No acting. Yeah. No, she she has no desire to be on stage. <sighs> She Isn't she, that she the does best? she she she'll host meetings and she's like I talk for ten minutes and I don't know how you do it yeah 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 she goes I, an hour I could never isn't that the best oh yeah dating someone who doesn't need doesn't have that hole that gaping right. hole inside <laughs> of their soul it's yeah like, just, so refreshing yeah. so she, we met in New York she so I was working at the comic strip live yeah there was a waitress there uh, she she was a, a bit of a mess uh, the waitress. Like, she ended up getting fired for under, serving somebody underage. Oh, wow. Okay. But when I tell you she was a mess, she was like, uh, so she lived next to a police department and she was and selling that weed. that underage customer was no. your... <laughs> yeah. I, I grew her from there. She was 17 when I met her, yeah. but she was a woman by the time I was so, finished with so her. So she, she would sell weed out of her apartment right next to a police station. Like, she was a mess. Like, she would go, like, let's go grab a drink. And somehow... I would end the night because I had to go do spots, and somehow she would end up at some weird sex dungeon party. Like yeah, that sounds like a comic. That, no, not at all though. That like she dated a couple of comics, but she was just. And so somehow she ends up. This getting, is not your wife. No, no, no. So okay. this girl, uh, we'll, we'll call her Mary because that's her name. She ends up. <laughs> I'm gonna say it at some point. I'm trying so hard Mary. not to say it, but it's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. So at some point, she ends up getting a job as a personal trainer at Equinox, and I'm still not sure how that happened. Right. Uh, which, by the way, she was squats. She was I don't know, but and she was also selling weed out of the bathroom at Equinox. Okay, amazing. So one day, she's also bartending on the side. She in the Lower East Side. She calls me down. Dude, she sounds like a like a hardworking individual. She's crazy just trying to make her way. No, she was crazy. So she calls me down. Come down to this bar. I go down to the bar. She goes, "I'm training this girl. She's adorable. She's works in accounting. She's she's white. Katie with uh, in accounting with pearls. That's what she called her. I said, "All right." Make the introduction. Let's make this happen. Because she thought you'll like her. Yeah, she was like, she was oh, like yeah, you'll I like her. I, I think she'll like you. She had a look at your photos already. Yeah. Yeah. So of course we we researched each other. I went on Facebook, did my motherfucker. You know that by that <laughs> point, if she's even inviting you down to meet this girl, uh, they already did their research. Oh yeah, no, no. I think she talked me up, but then. Yeah. My wife had reservations because she thought I was going to be almost like a, hey, hey, always oh, on. You know those comics? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are a lot of them out here in L.A. It's just like, hey, what's going on? Hey, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. like, Tiring, isn't it? Just be, just be yourself. How's it going? Uh, how's it not going? You're like, oh, God. Okay, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, so she thought I was going to be that. So she was, she was very uh, hesitant to meet me. Yeah. And then I went on her Facebook. You turned up in a bow tie and a fucking clown <laughs> yeah. ass, riding a little she bicycle. Thought, yeah. She was like, this is going to be annoying. <laughs> I, I, did, I did my research. I went on Facebook and her thing was, oh, that's me. Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's her. She's like, you're talking about me. How yeah. Uh, so, so I went on her Facebook. Her Facebook was private and her profile pic was her holding her niece. I did not know that. I thought it might be her baby. Yeah, that's a big no. And that's I and and, no, not, and not a knock to any single moms out there because I don't want this to come back. Like, oh, how dare you? I dated before her. Like when I was in college, I dated uh, uh, a girl who had a kid. And yeah. It just was not for me. That's it's a very 
It takes a certain kind of guy to do it. Granted, my experience was a lot crazier than most, but yeah. I was like, I, I can't do that anymore. Well, you know I dated a single mom as well. Yeah, you got that bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was five years of raising someone, four years of raising someone uh, else's child. Yeah. And then to be told, you can't see or speak to the little girl anymore. She's right. not yours. After that, I wouldn't even go anywhere fucking near yeah. a single mother. See, mine was crazy. So You're I dead was... to me. Single moms, <laughs> let me just say. Dead. I'll say it. Eric won't. You are fucking done uh, on the dates. When it comes to me, Yeah. you got to find yourself a young guy who doesn't know how much it will break his fucking soul That's if what happened. you I was, take that child away 19. from us. Oh, perfect. There you go. My, that, my, my ex at the time, she was 24, 25. Yeah. We met in college. The kid was 11. You were only eight the older. Kid, from no, the kid, no, the kid was. No, no, no. The kid was like nine. Are you fucking I sick? swear <laughs> to God. I swear to God. And it was funny because I didn't know about the kid till and we had been dating for like about yeah. a month. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, uh, she lived in Brooklyn. She's like, you should come and out to Brooklyn. And you and the kid Brooklyn. have been playing Pokemon Go together <laughs> yeah, for we about playing three all years. Time, yeah. <laughs> so she's like, come on out. And then I go meet her family. And there's this kid there. And the kid runs up to her and put, throws her arms around. She's like, mommy. And I'm like, wait, mommy? Yeah. I was like, wait, who, who's, who's, who's kid is this? She's like, oh, it's mine. And I was like, I, didn't, I did not know that. She but goes, by that point, you were already ensnared by yeah, the I was pussy. Ar- right? Yeah, I was already in a month in. Bro, it's hard. Yeah. And she didn't tell you that she had a kid. She, I guess she assumed she did, but I didn't know anything about nah, this kid. Nah, so nah, she... nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Again, I'll call bullshit on that one. This is Savage Snowflake. The savagery right. is honest. As much as I'm a libtard, here's the, here's the fucking honesty. Uh-huh. She knew there was no way this handsome 19-year-old guy with his right. fucking, in his prime, the right. most rigid <laughs> erection she's ever fucking witnessed in her entire life. There's no way that dick was staying around yeah. if he found out. There was a kid There was above. a fucking 10-year-old. Yeah. 10 years old as well. That's very formative. Oh, yeah. That's a big responsibility, oh, yeah. man. So that kid knew who I was. That kid knew her father. Her because father, you were her father was locked up, by the way. Her father was locked ago. up, by yeah. the way. Oh, really? Yeah, he was locked up for uh, at some kind of bank robbery he was trying to attempt. It never went down. But the, this was the kicker. Sounds this like is, a great family unit. And this is when I was out. So one day, we had been dating for years at this, like maybe two, three years at this yeah. point. Uh, and she was already planning, like, oh, we're going to get married once I graduate. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was kind of on board. You know, you're blind. You're a Latin man. I'm young. Latin guys, get they get married young, don't they? Yeah. Latin families, like, general, I, as a, for, as a for, gross for generalization. Part, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got a lot of cousins got married young, and I yeah. was blinded. I was like, yeah, this is going to be Having great. Having a family and kids at, like, 25 is not an unknown thing. Yeah. yeah. So I, we go out, family, boom. I yeah, dropped yeah. them off. I'm walking back to the train, and this big guy comes up to me he's like eric and i was like yeah and then i i i realized who he is because i've seen pictures of the guy and i was like oh this is this is the dad this is the guy the dad of the child he had gotten out and i again no one told me so this guy just walks up to me and this is the most uncomfortable interaction i've ever had with any man because he's standing you kissed, there. You kissed. <laughs> no, it's worse than that. Eric, I, I wish. Steve. He was like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm a little upset with you, and I was, And in my head, I'm like, Oh, he's gonna. He might fight me. Yeah. But no, that's not where it went at all. He starts tearing up. Tears start streaming down his face, and he goes, "You didn't come up and visit me," and I was like, "I didn't. I didn't know." I was I didn't know who I was supposed to. I, I I knew of you. I didn't know we were like that. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's my responsibility to keep you but, happy. No, but this is what jail, he's jail you but, fucking <laughs> lunatic. But he said but his I'm raising your fucking kid. But his logic was cuz you're in my daughter's life, you should have come up to meet me. To meet me as a respect thing. Right. 
And how I long have you been dating the woman at this point? At, at this point, like three years. Oh, okay. So you've been around. Yeah. But I didn't know. I didn't know the there was a code. I mean, there's a code. Derek. He had been around. I didn't know he was getting out uh, but anytime uh, soon. After three years, you really should have smuggled I a condom have. full of heroin <laughs> a, to a cake. him in your anus. I'm in your yeah. daughter's life with a shiv with in those, it. Exactly, yeah. yeah no, exactly. so uh, uh, this, this big medicine guy is just crying in front of me in Brooklyn. Yeah. And all I'm, I'm, I just want to get the hell out of there. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, let's let's grab a coffee. And I, I tapped him on the shoulder. I was like, I'm going to. How fucking solid was it? Oh, you say, of course. There's nothing yeah. to do there, but apparently Work out. be upset that I'm not there. <laughs> Listen to... Uh, <laughs> I can imagine the years he's been scratching fucking pictures, pictures of your face into yeah. a wall for three years. Just fucking <laughs> or, or singing I picture, to you. Uh, what, Why don't you visit me, Eric? Why don't you visit <laughs> what me? What was that movie with Johnny Depp where he's, he's uh, like the, fi- the end scene is him talking to his daughter? What's uh, that? Oh, what? Uh, he, uh, if he's not dressed as a pirate, I don't know. No, no, there's a movie. He's like in the drug cartel and he's talking to his daughter at the very end. He's in jail. He's talking to his daughter and it turns out it's not. he's not talking to his daughter, but every day he's like, she's going to come visit me. Today's the day. So he's just talking to himself. Yeah, talking to himself. So I, that's what I picture this guy every day. Er- Eric's coming, guys. <laughs> Eric is coming to see me today. Today's yeah, the day. Can you imagine? Never. Yeah. Yeah. So, what was his name? Angel, of course. Oh, Puerto Rican. Why <laughs> well, wouldn't it be? Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 And that, um, so what we're hanging on you had a coffee. Okay, so, so, so. Did you have a second date? Was it? No, no, we never had the coffee. So I, I went off on a huge standard. So my wife had the baby and i'm like oh i don't i don't think i could i, I don't think i could do that again yeah so i i talked to my friend mary she's like no she doesn't have a kid i think that's her niece or something i was like okay cool no, no, whoa, whoa, hang on a sec you're skipping to present day now to your current relationship yeah, yeah no what the we, fuck happened with angel and the old kid and the oh we, we broke up after that i was like i was like the guy just showed up and she's like oh yeah i forgot to tell you he got out and i was like no no that's something yeah. You need to tell me. Yeah. I'm never walking you home again. She was like, well, what about my safety? I was like, I grew up in the suburbs. What about my safety? Yeah, 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 you yeah. grew up in Brooklyn. You should be fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. You carried his child in your vagina. I yeah. feel like your potentially, your womb huh? has, in some <laughs> way has given life to something he values. I guess so. So therefore, I think you're less likely to be in trouble with him. Okay. Whereas I'm literally the second. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in, my penis has invaded the previous home of his child. Right. <laughs> I'm the one who should be worried. Yeah. Wow, man. So yeah, so we broke up after that. Because at that point, the... The facade all just broke down for me, and I was like, I, "I'm not gonna marry you." Lot of baggage, mate. Yeah, that's, lot of baggage. This is too much. I'm at that point. I was like 23. I was like, "No." How close doing... were you with the kid at that point, though? Not Did that you... close. Okay. Yeah. Didn't, didn't hang out loads. No, and... I didn't like go out just with her or take her out to anything special. Like I would see her once in a while. Like most of the time, we would, you know, me and the mom would at school. And she get the you know babysitter yeah. or the grandmother yeah. the kid for the yeah. yeah. So yeah, it wasn't like I was close with the kid. Like your story, you. Seemed to have bonded. That was my child. Yeah, I used to have her on my shoulders going to school you yeah. know, every morning. Like That was at fucking seven in the morning. Yeah. Right, right. You know, Grey's Knees and all that business, reading bedtime yeah, stories. No, I wasn't making pancakes. I cleaned pancakes. shitty I knickers. I wiped, I wiped her anus. I wiped her anus. Nope, never got to that point. That's a really hard thing to do. I don't even like wiping my own anus, right. which is why I smell the way I do. Um, <laughs> but I... Uh, which is why I use manscaped.com, Lawwire 2.0, to shave the hair from my anus. Makes it infinitely more hygienic. And those bull wipes, you can use them in the anus as well. Moisturized, delicious, there fragrant. But I, um, I, I genuinely, I think there's nothing more disconcerting. Now, you're a father now, so you're with two kids. Yes. So you've definitely wiped your children's anuses. Oh, yeah. Are you, is it as death-defyingly gross? No. 
as it is for me to wipe another person's child's anus. Even if I love that kid, I know I, she's not mine. I think once and there it's was yours, something about, it's, something, it's something different. Yeah, I think it must be. Because I, I found that because uh, every time I had to do it. It wasn't that often, yeah. but I definitely had to do it every now and then. And when I did, God forbid, it was fucking horrendous. Yeah, because every time I remember before we had kids, that was always the, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to wipe somebody else's ass. I just had to like, it only happened a few times because yeah. mo- normally mum was around. But on a few days, we're having like daddy-daughter type days. Right. Yeah, and she goes, oh, I need to use the toilet. I go, oh, do you need pee? 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 <laughs> like, I'm so, so excited for you. And like, is it a wee? She's like, no. And I go, okay, all right. We're yeah. doing this. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And I'm quite squeamish. And then you get them on there. And actually, the pee was pretty disconcerting too because then it's someone else's child's infant vagina. Yeah. And that is something... I don't want to even be near. Right. Let alone have to touch briefly with a piece of tissue. I used to do this. I used to pull the fucking toilet roll and I would have like a like like a, a baseball of- mitt. A baseball <laughs> mitt. No, I'm not even yeah. joking, bro. I would wrap it round my fucking hand and then I'd be like, I'd go, okay, all right, here we go. And I'd be like, and try and get that off. And I just, I mean, she probably always had little skids in her pants right. because I wasn't going deep. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But the vagina, I would what I would do is get the baseball mitt yeah. and like a giant, it would be almost like a giant cotton bud that you use clear yeah. your ear. I'd literally just like tap tap, yeah. tap tap. <laughs> yeah, I think that's weird for dudes. Like I'm glad tap, tap. I have boys because yeah. I know the equipment. I know what I'm dealing with. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. With a boy, it's just easy. You just go, all right, there you go. Just yeah. you, come on, you hold it and point it. Yeah. Hold it and point it. Because my wife's always like, but you've been around vaginas. Like, yeah, but that's a different. I've been around those vaginas differently than Is I it? am a daughter. That's it, man. Because you're not going to have a daughter and just like, all right, we're going to clean. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the moves I know for vagina are not daddy daughter <laughs> moves. I know Dude, moves. I get what you're saying. You know? I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It's such a strange thing because you're meant to just all of a sudden, maybe it's because the mother like carries the baby. Yeah. Because she actually carries this thing. It's so it's so definitely a part of who she is. Right. That that little baby dick or that fucking baby vagina is just it's just hers. Yeah. It belongs to her. It's like it's like a nothingness. Right. It's just an extension of her own flesh. Yeah. Whereas there's something about us, the way we view women throughout our you know we're designed yeah. to view women as potential vessels that we can right, spunk right. inside of and who can carry like give us more of our, right. ourselves i know i'm reducing us back to our <laughs> neanderthal state yeah. but really that's what it day, is that's what we are you know and uh and suddenly when something that you viewed as a sexual yeah. orifice for so long is suddenly something you want to protect at all fucking right. i want to keep everyone away from that right, right. you i want to keep you away from it she used to pl- touch herself as well little girls do that uh, and boys p- yeah. pull on their cocks right? oh yeah my, my, my wife freaks out sometimes uh my, my little boys will get erections for no reason she's yeah. like what are they doing i'm like oh you can't control that and yeah it just, just happens, that just happens see you? and you can be blase about yeah. a little, little baby boner because yeah. you're like that's hilarious yeah i know that that happens to me still today yeah. sometimes i'm sat on the bus yeah. and it's bouncing weird yeah. i'm like oh all right yeah. got an erection yeah Whereas women think we control it, we have no idea when it's going to show up. You know what would be better is if the vagina was just, (laughs) if all children, not just the vagina, if they were all just like smooth nubbins, like Barbie, yeah, like a Barbie or a Ken doll. And then as they got older, eighteen genitals, vagina. Oh, it's like an opening ceremony, like a quinceanera, but you know, a ribbon cutting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think they still do that in some African tribes, actually. Yeah. yeah. Genital mutilation joke. I, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. uh, it's it's fucking terrifying. Once it's yours, it's different. And once it's a baby, because you came in at what age was the little girl? Thirteen months. She's already like a little. She was like yeah. a big baby, tiny toddler. Not not quite right. yet a toddler. Yeah. Not a baby anymore. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't have to do any of that stuff until yeah. maybe she was two and a half, three. Right. It was around three that I yeah. first I think had to. Yeah, it doesn't get gross till they get older. Like you know what I mean? Like my boys, I I've, I've wiped them fine. Now the oldest one, he's he's six. He's about to be seven. Now he's taking like human shit. Sh- yeah. Now it's like he's like, Dad, I, I need some help. And I come in and I'm like, Oh, this is bad. Like baby poop doesn't smell as bad as like New Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> You're like, Oh my! Why, what did you eat? Does it encourage you to feed him only the healthiest shit? Though? Yeah, but he doesn't need it. He's uh, he's uh, he's at that age now where it's like I, I eat pizza. I don't like cheese. No and- bullshit. Sorry, yes. Eric. Bullshit. I'm sorry. What? That's because you are caving and you're letting him eat that shit. You got to make it. And it's too late now. You, by the way, let me just. I'm tell done. You, too late now. Yeah. You're done for the rest of your life. That's all he's gonna ever fucking want. Yeah. Obviously, keep him. You can keep him healthy and keep him in sports. Oh, yeah. stuff. But you got to make it like exciting to like. Oh my god, mm, fresh fruit salad! How delicious are they? Oh, oh, do we like? We love green beans. But you and a have little to bit cave. I don't care what parent. Like I hate when I see like those the Chrissy Teigens and everything on Instagram. Like oh, you got to make like a menu. I don't have time for menu. Also, fuck that person. Because I don't have that's time like to Gwyneth chop Paltrow. up fruit salad. I don't have time to steam vegetables. It's yeah. boom, quick, quick, quick. The same time it takes to fucking throw a pizza in the oven, you can chop up a few bits of fruit, wash it, rinse them, chop them up, put them in a bowl. No, because throwing the pizza in the oven. Boom, Boom, close it up. I could send out emails, write write a new bit. I could talk to you, Jeff. Look, dude, I didn't chop it up and watch it. I got nothing. I got nothing. I brought you (laughs) here under the pretense that this was going to be a podcast, Uh but actually, your mother-in-law got in touch with me, (laughs) and she wanted me to try and rectify some of the places you're going wrong. Yeah. Okay. What happened if you just said to him, "Pizza's really bad for your stomach"? Yeah. Well, I I do do that sometimes. Like I, I, you know, I do make sure he has like a fruit. Or two a day, a vegetable. I'm like, dude, we got to do this. Yeah. We got to be... And he gets it. He's like, all right, I got to You don't want to go the other way and turn him into a fucking vegan. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not doing that either. No, nah. that'd be a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Man. She did like... Actually, she liked ketchup a lot. She loved ketchup. Because yeah. it's just sugar in it. Kids just love it. sugar. Sometimes you got a cave. You're just like, I, I just want you to be quiet. I don't want the meltdown. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier. Just, I'll take the obesity. I'll take the, I'll take the diabetes. But we don't do fast food, so there's the saving grace. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Fair. So when yeah. you have a pizza, it's like a homemade type. Yeah, we'll, we'll, like, we'll go to Trader Joe's, we'll buy the dough, we buy the sauce. We make, we oh, do that's the, next yeah. level. All right. We'll do it as a family. It's like family. I'll take like, back my comments then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. All right, I'll let you off. See, you're judging me. No, it's all right. I can cancel yeah. that, that <laughs> phone call I was about to make to child <laughs> services. It's going to be all right. Um, yeah, it's scary, isn't it, becoming a dad? What was the biggest thing that you felt like you... Had to, because it is, I think women are inherently, and this is bigging up girls, I guess, but, you know, they're inherently, they see the birthing of life and the things uh-huh. that come with that far outweighing the things that you lose. Of course, right. you know, when you become a parent, right, right. you should be so consumed with love for your child that you go, well, this is infinitely better than everything I've had to give up. Right. But I, again, I think because of that physical connection bond that a mother has with a child. Right they can be consumed with that. It's like chemically it's programmed into them to go, you realize this is the best thing ever. Whereas from a dad, you're slightly removed. Right. And there are moments where you go, oh God, when have you been, I really miss doing that thing. Right. What do you, what do you really miss about being just two lovers you I, know, I, you without know, kids? There are times I, you know, because we moved out here, what, nine years ago? So yeah. we did miss for a while, 
you know, the late night spots, the running around the city, the, yeah. you know, being at the cellar till yeah, yeah. three, four in the morning. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you, once you start settling in and you start having the family, you, you, you don't miss it as much. You, it, sometimes you look at it and you're like, how was I even doing that? Sleep, man. I yeah. just miss sl- sleeping in the morning. Yeah. That I miss now. I, I don't get to sleep in late, but now I've got this like internal, I get up at seven, I go for runs, I, you know, start the family Disgusting. stuff. Yeah, I know. Awful. I know. <laughs> But yeah, in theory, I did miss that, and then we did move back to New York briefly and tried to do it again. And okay, just, yeah, yeah. And it's like I don't, I don't see how people live like that. That's no, it's not, it's not very happy it's life. In, there. It's intense. But then also, let's look at Los Angeles. Most of the people in Los Angeles, I don't think, are happy. Yeah, they're just pretending to be happy. Well, because they're all chasing something. I think once you realize you don't need to chase, if you can create yourself. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm always like, you know, me and you've talked about because you've been like, oh, I see what you're doing on Instagram. Dude. I'm creating I'm, I'm very, for myself. You you have, um, uh, which by the way, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to ever cite you or Andrew Schultz, for instance, as uh-huh. creating this right. thing. But you're, you're, I think you're both, in, uh, I use him as a reference point as yeah. well because he's been incredibly successful with the content he's been yeah. putting out. Uh, in an industry that didn't really want his yeah. content. And he's, he went, yeah, I've watched him on YouTube just blow up. Yeah, they're up to like half a million yeah. followers now. He's getting, you know, they're making $30,000 a month on their podcast uh-huh. from patrons alone. Right. You know, 5,000 patrons. Yeah. Um, what, I, what I really liked, and this is for the the listeners who haven't yet checked you out, and they will do, uh, Eric Rivera Comedy, I think. on all, Eric on Rivera Comedy, E-R-I-K. So, there you go, E-R-I-K. Um, is that you've started to release segments from your stand-up special. Right. And pop them up on yeah. on Instagram and put them up on on just give away the content for free. Go yeah. look, here's great jokes. Yeah, and it's it's really I've seen your views go from oh, hundreds yeah. to tens of thousands now right. on every one of those videos. Yeah, on on that's just on Instagram. I don't know about YouTube and all that. I mean, right. So what what changed for you? What made you go? All right, I have to just, just do this myself. I think just looking at you know looking at guys like Andrew. Uh, you know, looking at guys who were doing, you know, podcasts, looking at guys who were on YouTube, looking at guys who were on Twitter, and starting to realize that they, like you said, everybody here is pretending to be happy. A lot of people are pretending to be happy because they're all chasing something. There's a lot of comics out here just chasing that Netflix special or chasing that Comedy Central special, and there's always the letdown of, oh, I didn't get it. No, F them. I uh, Next year. And yeah, never yeah, yeah. realizing that we have those tools to create that for ourselves. Like you have this podcast, you could you could be sitting here doing nothing. Yeah. But instead you're like, you know what? I'm going to create this. Yeah. Especially uh, we're we're at a time now where everybody's looking for content, no matter what it is, whether it's podcast, whether sure. it's uh Instagram videos, whether it's YouTube videos. People are looking for content, hungry for content. So why are we waiting for the industry to tell us, "Oh, here you go." Because of rent, I think to some extent. That's going to be my, that's going to be, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to sit in the middle uh-huh. because whilst I've got a wealth of clips that I right. have to go through and subtitle and right. you know, do them in that very meme yeah. format that works online. Okay. Um, I've got my little Filmora Wondershare, you know, Wondershare Filmora right. programs. I can start doing all that. Whilst I've got those lined up and I will be releasing those soon. I know that the problem for me is that people really want, look, let's look at this podcast. Uh-huh. It's twice a week. Right. It brings me closer to comics that I love and I get to have a good conversation with right. people I'm either already friends with or would like to be to know better. Uh-huh. Um, and it's great. And it's got an amazing amount of listeners and it's really right. doing well. But people want content. They're happy to pay $11 or whatever the fuck it is now, $12, $13, $14 a month to a Netflix or an Amazon right. Prime or a Hulu okay. for their shows. But then... And they're, they're huge multi-million dollar, billion dollar companies or right. a trillion dollar company if we're talking right. about Amazon. Right. 
And you and me, you're a father of two. Right. Working in comedy, which even if you're working every weekend and you're doing a few shows during the week and whatever, it's still a struggle to fucking pay for schooling and bills and food and right. travel and yeah. gas and all that. And I'm sure your wife's working as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still, it's a lot of work. Right. And people want our content for fucking free. Right. Now, someone like Andrew Schultz can do it because the podcast he had, the Brilliant Idiots and the Flagrant 2 podcast, started to rise to a place where their audiences were becoming patrons. And now that they're on $29,000, $30,000 a month, split between three of them, right. When if I had $10,000 a month coming into me and I gave half of that away to the tax man or fucking agent or whatever the fuck I had to do, right, right. if I had $5,000 a month, then I need 3000 to live. Right. I'd use the other 2000 to do all my free shit and give it away for, for free. Right. But I've been really riding that hard line lately of going, I want to give everything away for free. But also, like, I, it's like the toss-up between going, is, is this going to bring in enough of an audience that will support, you know, what you do creatively right. by going, hey, here's five bucks a month on Patreon. Right. And I'm not sure if it's at, at that place yet. Well, see, I'm at the level of still trying to build that following to make people interested. Yeah. Right. So I've, I've realized now, like, I, you know, giving away the content, boom, you know, it's starting to build the following. I've done shows around town, like one nighters, and I've had good turnouts. Yeah. Like, I, you know, yeah, yeah, people yeah. are starting to notice and people are coming out to shows. Yeah. That's the that's the level I'm at. I get what you're saying. Got to pay the that, rent. Even that man, I did a show at the comedy store the other uh-huh. day for a promoter. Yeah. Uh, in the belly room, and I brought 24 people to uh-huh. the belly room, which you know the belly room yeah. seats about 40. Right. So two thirds of the audience were my friend, or just over half. Right. And uh, and that was I was unpaid. Right. They paid to get in, and like that's an unpaid spot. Right. And I'm bringing that many people out, and even that you don't. It's not like there's. This town especially, I feel like, doesn't want to repay comics for the work they do. Right. Um, that's hard. That's really hard. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying... I'm, I'm no, very... I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, you I'm with you on paying the rent. Like, also, you know, with the kids when... and the family. Like, But yeah, I, have to, I have to be... I have to be. I have to. I have to be honest with myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I moved out here. I started back in New York. I started doing comedy in New York. New York was amazing. You do comedy. You get into the comics room. How long ago did you get back into? How long ago did you get into comedy stand up? I started back in college, so I was about twenty three, twenty four. And you're twenty seven now. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's that sounds about right. Uh, what do you wear? How, how many? Thirty seven now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you know you go so to 13, 13 years or something. Thirteen yeah. years. Yeah. So you go, you start getting into the clubs, you start getting that recognition, you start getting for your hard work, you get boom. Now you're getting spots, you're getting paid. It's it's yeah, a yeah, fair yeah. system in New York. Yeah. You know you're there, boom, weekend. Yeah. I can do four shows a night. And you, you yeah, don't you start get paid you start, them, you start yeah. doing a week, boom, hosting, boom. All of a sudden your weekends, you get you get money, you get paid. There you go. Yeah. You move out here, and I become, I, I get put into a box. Yeah. LA is such a backwards place of, oh, we're going to do Latino night. Oh, yeah, we're going to yeah, do yeah. Chocolate Sundays. We're going to do uh, Slanted Comedy. We're going to do yeah, yeah, all yeah, women yeah, lineup. Yeah, yeah. You'll never see that at clubs in New York. Nah. You'll never see a seller, hey, tonight nah, is. There's a black lesbian night. comic followed by a yeah. mid- mid-Wisconsin white fat guy right. followed by a Latin guy who's half Puerto Rican but half Jamaican yeah. followed by, yeah, yeah. So. LA's so backwards and the industry's still so backwards in the sense of if I sell a show, mm. it automatically becomes a Latino show. So now I'm in this pool of this is a Latino show. It's not a it's not a family show. I'm not put into the pool with everybody else. Right. So if I'm gonna be honest with myself, I gotta look at that pool and realize that they haven't made 
a lot of Latino programming. Every year, though, they tell me they want Latino yeah. shows, but they're not being made. Right. If I'm going to wait around for Netflix or Comedy Central to make me that offer for that special, I got to be honest with myself. Yeah. Netflix, as oversaturated as they are, they've done two Latinos in the last six years. Right. Gabe was two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I get it. Gabe's got the following. So now how do I get to that level of Gabe? I have to build that following. Right. Before I get Why to pay the rent. Why are you not subtitling your videos in Spanish? Because <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't do some comedy in Spanish. It doesn't matter. That's True fucking story though, man. You're really? a Latin guy. Yeah, you're a, you're a Latin comic. Uh-huh. Like I would do a version in Spanish. I might try sometimes. that. Yeah. I'm deadly fucking serious. Yeah. Because you put down, and I put them on YouTube with the Spanish subtitles. With the Spanish subtitles? Fuck yeah. I'm going to try that out. Because people will watch it. And yeah. they will support you because, and also let's look at the fucking population in this uh -huh. country. There's a huge fucking market for oh, yeah. Latin. But they, the industry still doesn't know how to tap Telemundo that in. and fucking, I see the adverts for, yeah. you know, uh, Idolos, Idolos. What's right. the radio station with them? Uh, <laughs> oh, todo, yeah. Todos Idolos. Yeah. All uh, idols of music. 93, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. But I guarantee those motherfuckers that are on that radio station, the, the artists that right. are, I'm a Latin artist. Yeah. And even if they don't speak fluent Spanish, they're like, yeah, you know, my All name right. is, I'm, I'm Jorge, de, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they're fucking doing their shit. I guarantee that motherfucker is selling out. Yeah. His, his shows. Right, right. And sure, it might be 90% Latin audience, but fuck it. If you've got the money. Right. That's why I'm so effeminate because um, my gay following is super strong. Right. <laughs> I got sent a picture of a. Do you want to see something funny? This is. I just want to highlight. <laughs> so this is, I don't know how funny this is. Maybe a little bit, uh, a little bit distressing. Uh -huh. I just wanted to. I, I've been. I've been uh, having debates with the girl that I'm spending time with. And, not debates. We've been talking about life and everything, and we have very good deep conversations. Uh -huh. And um, one of the things we talk about is. Um, oh, I delete the message. Shit. All right. It doesn't matter. I uh, talked about. I'm interested to learn from her the kind of struggles that people of color go through right. at, that I'm unaware of because I always thought I was very progressive and incredibly right. um, driven for equality. But I also realize there's some shit I just don't know because I am a white dude. Right. right? I understand some of it. Like I don't get followed around the Ralphs when I yeah. walk around and right. when I go out with my black buddies, they get followed around. Oh, I yeah. get that shit. It happens to me. My wife is the same way. She's a little, uh, she's oblivious to it. Like we went, uh, where were we? we were at Target, not in LA. We were somewhere, I think we were in, Texas or something and sure enough I see this guy start to follow us I'm like yeah. we're being followed she's like no we're not and I was like watch we went to one aisle and yeah. sure enough there he is he's just wandering around just you know acting like he's so you started putting stuff back yeah <laughs> so I put stuff back <laughs> but yeah took it out of the pram just under the but she's, she's oblivious to that too because yeah. You know, unless you see that level of that I'm aware of. Yeah. But then there's other stuff that I know I'm not. Like right. I don't what was it like growing up in New York as a young Jamaican Puerto Rican girl? Like, I don't know what that's like. Right, right. So I we have good conversations. But one thing I realized lately and I'm starting to try and accept, um, and especially given this current social climate, which it seems to be very much let's use a, a slogan that's banded around a lot on T shirts, etc. Right. The future is female. Right. That concept bothers me because i think that the present is female and i think right. the present is male i think the present is human right and the future should be human the past has been incredibly unbalanced right and so as a man who is actively trying to end or be a voice and put his his feet his voice his person towards anything that suggests we can end inequality right across the board i will never support something that is advancing any other inequalities right so 
you know, I'm not talking like hashtag all lives matter. That's not who I am. Right. But, but at the same point, I'd be like, yeah, I will march for Black Lives Matter. But if someone goes, you motherfucking cracker honky piece of shit, I'd be like, yo, brother, I'm here. I'm with you. So right. let's like calm down on the fucking, you know, right. casual racism. In the same way that when I'm in the women's march, I'm there because I want women to be treated equally. But right. if someone go, if someone started trying to, men are pigs, fuck all men, I'd be like, hey, yo, yeah. bitch. I'm, I'm, I'm here, yeah. Well, I, you know, I do the right thing and take her back to the kitchen she came from. But I, right. <laughs> my, you understand what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like my, I, I'm not going to let someone shit on what I am right. whilst I'm trying to end other people shitting on people for what they are. Right. right. However... I realize a lot of my upset comes from the fact that I think the majority of men, white men, straight men, whatever, whatever represent, are like me. And I've vastly, I've realized, especially in in uh, America, in mm-hmm. England, it might be more true. In America, I'm not. I think I'm amongst the minority. I think there's a lot of dog shit men because I got sent a fucking some gay dude today tweeted at me, or like DM'd me. And just send me just a picture of just a guy with long hair and a couple of shitty tattoos and a beard just with his dick out like and was like, oh my God, hey buddy, just saw his photo and I thought all well, my dreams had come true just seeing that thick cock and that like, I thought he was you. And, blah, blah. and I just replied, I was like, why the fuck are you sending me a picture of this? I don't want to see this dick, uh-huh. man. I was like, why are you sending me this? Like, don't send me this shit. I didn't ask you to and don't send me creepy sexual right. shit. And then he was like, oh, sorry, man. I thought you'd laugh. I thought it'd be funny. I was like, nah, you're sending me a picture of genitalia. I don't want shot. that shit. He was, he was going to yeah, take a this, shot at you. This cock is yeah. bigger than mine and that makes me feel inadequate. <laughs> Why would you do that? And I, I just realized that maybe there's a lot of that that I'm completely... Oh, no, there's still dogs out there. Like the the dude that just came out right now with the over at Warner Brothers, I think. He just got... What happened there? Caught sending text messages to some actors. As, uh, you'll get a part, but sexual favors and exchange. And you would now, th- and, so right and, now. just recently, yeah, a couple <laughs> days. And you would think, hey guys, you're like, look, look, it's happening. Let's if you guys are doing it, let's cool it. Because yeah, maybe if you're the kind of guy who's sending those kind of texts, yeah. you should probably be grossly aware of this. Is probably not the right time for you to be yeah. doing it, right? Yeah, it's it's yeah. There's a lot of. Dum-dums, mate. Yeah. Dum-dums. Yeah. Yeah. You always mail it in the post. You always send a picture of your dick in the <laughs> <Yeah>. post from <laughs> right. a different address. Write it on flash paper, yeah, exactly. burn it, do yeah, something. exactly. This, this, right. this Write it in sand. <laughs> this dick pic will self-destruct yeah. in 30 seconds. Exactly. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is right. to ride this dude. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. So we that's why. So, but we go off on tangents here, Jeff. But yeah, that's yeah, why I give out the content because I want to build that following. Because you want to get sent those. Because right? I want those dick pics, and because the industry isn't messing with me. So, yeah. like, like a Schultz or like other people I see on Instagram, make it so that you're undeniable. So they come to you and go, "Oh, what are you doing that we can, we're not doing?" Yeah. Because there's a lot. You you know you look at shows and you're like, who who thought this was a good idea? Yeah. Well, I had two conversations over this pilot season with two like execs. Yeah. And um, both conversations, I mean, I've done lots of auditions, but the conversations, the more generals and chats, I've realized there's there's some really dumb people yeah. making creative dis- choices. No, they have no idea what no they idea. want. They have no idea what they want. They have no idea what's funny. They just... Which is why they remake everything or just go, exactly. oh, we just, just make the same thing. Here. Was this show I just saw, saw an advert for a film called Little? And it's like, oh, so it's the reverse of big. Yeah. Or it's Freaky Friday. A, free, a 13 going on 30. Just, there you go. We're just it's literally keep... the same idea. Let's just churn it out. But this time it's going to be an all black female cast. Yeah. So it will be, okay, well, that will tick some boxes so we can get an audience in. Yeah. It's like black people are not dumb. 
they'll yeah. see this is like motherfuckers make a new show right make a, that's why things like get out or us do so well because right. like because right. it's something new and it's there you and, go. I, and, I, and that always makes me laugh because then the industry goes oh look at this per- this person's doing great why where'd they come from it's like well you you're not taking shots on anybody unknown you yeah. keep taking like how many more times am i gonna see a friend's cast member in a new sitcom yeah they, they've done it they're done yeah find someone new yeah yeah the industry's looking for the next seinfeld but they don't want to take a chance on the next person or they, go down to comedy clubs and actually watch comedians yeah yeah that's why again like again i'm happy for her success but like yamanika saunders yeah great fucking comedian and a, and a dear friend and someone who i really admire and respect right. um and she's been killing it being booked on everything but I know why that is, is because she's talented, did a first show where she did well, and then exec producers and booking, uh, you know, the bookers on those shows do not go to comedy clubs and see other women of color who right. are funny. So they just go, oh, yeah, let's get her on our show. Yeah. So they just carpet blanket book her on every show, which is great for her. She's fucking right. laughing. But I know there's at least 10 other black female comics I can name right now who yeah. are sitting there going, motherfucker, uh, hilarious. Yeah. And why am I not getting the fucking thing? Yeah. Um, I have to do one more quick shout out for our sponsors. We're halfway through or just over halfway through. Okay. Boundless Tech, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, do you shave your balls? I don't. Why? I trim. Ah, you trim it down. I trim. Okay, but the balls, you don't do like clean shave those no. things? No. Bro. Should I? When was the last time? Sorry, wife. I apologize. Sorry more, mother-in-law. Sorry the most, father-in-law, because we know how terrified we are of our daughters having vaginas. We discussed uh-huh. that, but when was the last time your wife like was into sucking your balls? I'm being honest. Like, oh, I'm going to do that. We got kids now, Jeff. It's been forever. You don't do that anymore. No. Nah. They're no. just they're baby making machines. No, they, nothing that's more. That's it. They're done. Yeah. Once they're emptied, yeah. that's it. Yeah. yeah they're fucking, uh, get them they're, out of my they're face. retired. We've had the two. We're done. We're retired. Dude, you shave those balls up. Shave them. Yeah. Manscape.com, man. Use the lawnmower 2.0. It will never nick your skin. You go with the hair. Uh, I, I honestly, I used to use like a razor. Wet you razor. put a razor on your because razor actually it's because it's single blade razor or whatever. You can be really careful to try and uh-huh. really carefully do it, and it takes forever, and you have to spend a lot of time in the shower doing it. These I bad picture boys you like just, an old barber with the with the one blade yeah, exactly. and the, the hot towel. Yeah, dude. I wrap it up in a hot towel before yeah. I do it. <laughs> and then I talk all the way. I go, oh, you going anywhere nice? When I'm doing it to myself, I talk to my cock. I'm you, start, you start telling about old time. Yeah. Like, back in my day, we... And I get aftershave and slap it on really hard at the end. It's like, Ow! No, but I, 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 I used to use that. And then I use hair removal cream, which burns if you get it wrong by like a minute. Now I just use these. Manscaped.com. Check them out, please, ladies and gentlemen. Use code SAVAGE for 24. 20% off and a free level travel case will be yours as well as free shipping which is pretty dope uh, and then also Boundless Tech make sure you check out the Terra make sure you check out the CF710 they've got beautiful products on there they, uh, if you like smoking weed which I know you don't you don't smoke weed but I have but you not- have in fact you just told me we're going to talk about that in okay, a second go ahead. Um, the, if you do like smoking weed and you want to get those better flavours I don't like burning weed anymore I uh-huh. smoked a lot of blunts and a lot of joints and it's just really harsh on my throat Makes me feel a little bit shitty. And then in the morning, I've got a bit of a cough and raspiness. Plus, when you burn something, it just has that burnt taste. It's the carcinogens that come out of it. Right. When you vape it, it literally just sucks all the fucking goodness, all the flavors, all those cannabinoids, all the different THC levels that can come out of it. And it can heat anywhere from zero to 434 degrees Fahrenheit using the Terra. So you can really set it to the height that you like, the temperature that you like. Check out their products. Use code SAVAGE at bndlstech.com to get 25% off all your products. All right, there you go. We did it. Now we're I, uh, before we were recording, we were sharing a beverage and I, I said, oh, do you smoke weed? Because I was going to offer you right. a little smoke. And you were like, nah, not really. And then you said, but you had smoked weed with someone. Yes. 
and it blew my mind. So a handful of listeners. So a handful of times. Yeah, a handful of times. Uh, So I this was like early on in my comedy career. I got signed by a management company, uh, Letnam Productions, which was Montel Williams's production company. Right. So I Montel Williams, world 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 renowned talk show host. Yes, his Um, show is still on the air. Bald, beautiful bald head and glasses. Right, he's like got the no glasses. He doesn't have glasses. No, Montel just bald head oh, shit, and man. vests. He used to wear a lot of vests. A lot of vests. Thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was just like he was good. He was like super clean, yeah. kind-hearted, beautiful, handsome black man. Yes. Right? So yeah, he had. He was diagnosed with MS. Right. So he was a big. Right. This took a real miserable. And no, no, wait. <laughs> no, this, is why, this is why I bring that up because he's been a big advocate on medical marijuana. And he still is. He's very vocal. If you follow him on social media, he, he he talks about all the, you know, he's always been fighting for it. Dude, I mean, it shrinks cancerous tumors. I mean, like, yeah. it literally removes all the effects of Parkinson's. It's insane how yeah. good it is. Yeah, which, yeah. So he's always been like, you got, this is the this is the thing. This is what you do medically. You MS. That's yeah, quite serious he's condition. had it for a while. Yeah, right. but he's still, you know, he he works out. He treats himself with the medical marijuana and he's been. I'm not surprised Montel looks after himself. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, we there he was, shaves his balls. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know him like 100%, that. I don't even. You don't even need to guess. He hundred yeah. percent is his smooth up here as uh, he is down there. I don't know. We'll yeah. find out. Moisturizes. <laughs> I know he does. So a couple after like after show rap parties and stuff. He would have. He had like a collection of just paraphernalia. And he so wait, you had, go to his house? No. So, so he would like rent out like places to do these uh, rap parties for the staff and stuff. But he had his own little like private little, uh, if you want to, Montel's room's over there. And the paraphernalia was laid out and different uh, strains, I guess they're called. Wow. So, and you would smoke with him and he would tell you what to do and how to, uh, you don't want too much of that one. That was a little strong. Do they, Like he would ask you your level. I really want to get high with Montel Williams. Oh, it's, it's great because he knows his stuff. So I a handful of times with him, and it was like, okay, this isn't bad. I enjoyed it, and then wait, how does Montel smoke? Is are we? Is he rolling up joints? Is no, he he's, up got, he's got. He's got like he doing a volcano. He's like, got the bags, like he's the got like bag? different pipes and stuff. I don't think vape vaping was a thing back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not- so he had like different pipes and different uh, like these little like mini bongs, bongs. little yeah, mini bongs yeah. stuff. So he yeah he had his stuff all set up. He was he was good to go. He would so when I was doing warm up, I would do three this is shows. like me finding out like Ricky Lake loves to just do coke <laughs> out of fucking hookers' assholes. So we would do three shows a day. Yeah. Uh, so I the, the 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 understanding was I would do ten minutes in between shows right. just to get them warmed up. You were doing up. a warm up, right? Warm up. Yeah. I, I was maybe three years in the game at this point, so I wow. had fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if if I went on longer, I was screwed. Yeah, yeah. So first show, boom, ten minutes warm up. He'd come out, they'd go crazy. Second show, boom, and then by the second, by between the second and third show, I'd be up there doing the hey, all right, guys, we're gonna dance party, and then also one of the producers would come up to me and be like, hey, listen. Uh, Montel's pretty baked back there. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to stretch. Are you serious? Yeah, okay. he didn't like this show, so he's he's pretty baked. So uh, stretch it out. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. And this was how long ago? This was years back. Ten years ago, yeah, at least. Yeah. Wow, when weed would still be reasonably frowned upon yeah. back then as well. Yeah, but, and that was cool. They were like all just on the show. They were like, "Well, I, that's what he does." Oh yeah, because they knew if for him it was a medical thing. It wasn't like he was right. It's not like he was like Snoop Dogg just getting high in the back. <laughs> he was taking care of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was funny because they'd be like, "Yeah, he's he's not he don't like this show," and he 
He's pretty big, so... Uh, Montel's super fucking so, high, so you got to do an extra Yeah, 10. you got to do, like, another 10, 20. So sometimes I'd be out there, like, half hour, 45 minutes, just at that point, like, hey, what do you guys want to talk about? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what happened in the news? Yeah, exactly. Hey, where do you come from? Yeah. Where's it work? <laughs> Flown in all the way from, whoa, Alabama, what's that like? Yeah. yeah. Crowd work uh, for TV, the warm-up guys, i got a lot of respect for that. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a, a tiring... Well, especially job. for that show, like I understand late night because it's like, oh, it's fun. Sometimes I'd get in and they're like, hey, listen, uh, no, get them riled up, but not too bad because this family, they just lost everything in a fire. So uh, <laughs> good luck. And I'd be like, what? Why, why, why am I even going out there? Yeah, the episode today is all about the child who has AIDS. Yeah. To, so uh, yeah, just do a tight 10. Yeah, just have fun, but not too much. Yeah. We don't want them too excited. Fuck, man. So I, 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 once his show ended, I stopped doing warm-up, and then uh, he, he he ended up going somewhere else. I ended up changing management. What's his name? Say? He was quite felt, as a, if I remember correctly. He still is. Quite an athletic yeah, man. Yeah, he works out. What was his um, What was his like munchie of choice when he was higher? Honestly, I don't know. Ah, I never... Shit, I don't know, that but I know been. he does work out. Like he gets up like four in the morning. He's one of those like Mark Wahlberg and all those oh. guys get up at four in the morning. Try to be better. We're, better. Working out for two hours, and you're like, guy got up, worked out for an hour, then I <laughs> prayed to Jesus for half an hour, <laughs> spent some time with the kids, then I'm working out again. Try to be better. Yeah, Mark so, Wahlberg. So then stopped working with him, and then that's when I kind of stopped partaking yeah. in the. The marijuana till Montel ruined it for you. Till yeah, because I didn't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't. Have you know. ever got that fucking high where you just like melted and just you know you know that kind of well. There was one time high. with him, so he was getting married in Aruba. Is he straight or gay? He's straight. He's got oh, a wife. Okay. I can't remember. He was just yeah. well too pristine. He was like yeah. so well. Uh, he looked like the kind of guy who had like. 12 creams in his cabinet yeah. for eyes and, you know. I'm sure he did because he's on TV, but no, he had a beautiful wife. Yeah, I was on uh, TV and look at this face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not. Uh, so he was getting married in Aruba and the week before he was down there taking care of stuff and he invited a bunch of people. Like, we got the villas if you guys want to come down. All you got to pay is the flight and everything else is covered. So yeah, yeah, yeah. ended up going to Aruba and sure enough, having a good time with him yeah. and... Are you still friends with Montel Williams? Uh, no, not as much. Why not? I, we lost touch. He's, you know, he's an older gent. I'm in comedy. I, we, our worlds really don't collide as much. Have we still got his number? Don't. Oh, no. dude, I know. You should I reach know. out. What about if you tweeted to him? Uh, maybe he'll write back. Yeah, you should tweet to him and so, go, hey, God, man, I was talking about you on a podcast today, <laughs> just reminiscing how much yeah. fun we had. Got super baked in Aruba. Yeah. I remember watching uh, that movie with Artie Lang, uh, Beer Beer League or whatever it was. Beer League. I haven't seen, you know what? I've never seen Artie in a movie except uh, in Crashing uh-huh. and also in he... Uh, no, actually, that was a tell in Amy Schumer's movie. Yeah. So I remember yeah. watching Beer League... Because they didn't, they at that point. This is how back, far back it was. The the hotel only had VHSs, and that was one of them you could rent. Right. And I just remember I was eating, and I looked up, beer leagues on, and then I'm eating again and staring off and reminiscing about stuff and thinking about life. Look up, I'm like, this movie is still on. It's it's been like five hours. How's yeah, it been, it been about twelve minutes? It probably was, but I just remember being that baked and just I didn't understand. I couldn't follow the movie, and I'm sure it wasn't like Inception. I just found out <laughs> the other day scientifically there's a reason why we think as we get older time goes quicker, uh-huh. and it's got nothing to do with responsibilities or anything like that. It's because literally as our brain, our brain starts to deteriorate in age, uh-huh. the synapses that snap back and forth to send messages of what we see and what we experience. Right. We actually, we kind of almost, it, it, we, we send things slower. Right. So they have to be processed quicker. 
Oh, okay. So as an image comes in, whereas previously you'd have it instantly in there so you could enjoy it for a, even it just feels like a, a split second. Like or a millisecond, a, yeah. Well, not even a millisecond, like a hair's a breadth of time right. passes. But it would you would have full time to digest it, so you experience everything as it uh, in its timing. Right. Whereas we're actually almost sort of skipping ahead; we're almost uh-huh. constantly chasing our tail to remember what's happening to us in the present moment. Okay, isn't that fucking nuts? Yeah, how fucking depressing is that? So we never get to really enjoy a moment. No. Yeah. Wow, wait, wait, wait to bring this down, Jeff. Yeah, man. Your orgasm uh, is just the thought of an <laughs> orgasm that actually happened. <laughs> it happened. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't done weed since. Well, no, I'm lying. So this is what happened recently. So me and my wife, because we're in California, yeah, LA, yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. talking about it. Yeah, she was like, "We should let's 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 just smoke some weed. Let's smoke some weed." And I said, yeah. "Okay." She was like, "Why don't you go to the store or one of the I don't know what they're called dispensaries? Dispensaries. There you go. And uh, talk to your bud tender. Get a set up. Yeah. So I go, and I've always been under the. The the, the 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 mindset of don't act like you don't know what you're doing. Sure. You were like Act me, like you've been. Give me the Montel Williams starter kit. Yeah, give me so but that's what I thought. I was like, oh, I'm sure it's like when you go to, to Petland or Petco yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm gonna buy a fish. Yeah, here's oh, a tank. Here's the starter here's the, kit. Here's the, the here's pump the, to clean the tank. Here's the tank with the fish. Yeah, There's a little guy that blows bubbles, the stones, a little plant. Get a pirate ship, there it's in go. half. Yeah. 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 So I go and I'm like looking. I'm like, there's no, hey, first timers. Yeah. You should get this. This is everything you'll need in a little booklet. Breaks That's it down. That's not a bad little business plan. It should the be. Idea, like literally the, the, the doobie start kit or something yes, like that. Yes, there should be because I walked in. Of course, I have no idea what's happening. I see everybody else coming in like, oh, I'll have the Aretha Franklin stain. I'll have this. <laughs> and they know what they're talking about. Yeah. So finally the woman notices that I've been there for a while. She goes, hey, can I help you? Yeah. I panicked. I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, what do you have edibles? Because I was like, I, I know that term. There you go. So she was like, oh, we've got like lollipops. We've got gummy bears. We got. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll take some lollipops. Yeah. Now, this is where I messed up because I don't know. You gave them to the kids. No, <laughs> I wish. No, <laughs> I don't. No, I don't wish. I don't know milligrams. Right. Okay. So she was like, oh, these are 50. These are 25. Was, nah, nah, nah. And, and she was like, and this is how she broke it down for me. And this is where I messed up. She was like, oh, so the big ones will get you there. That's what she told me. I don't know where there is. Right. I, I again, I've never super fucked up. So I was like, oh, I'll take two big ones and yeah. let me get a little one. So I want to make it look like I knew it was done. Like, oh, I got two big ones. I'll take a little one right there and uh, yeah. you know, I throw in some of the that stuff right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, all right, wraps it up. Go I love on. how you've ordered drugs like a dad. It's yeah. such a dad ordering. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Let me grab some of those. Oh, these keychains? I'm yeah. going to take some of those with the kids. <laughs> you got a bumper sticker? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I go home. I show my wife, like, we got lollipops. She goes, oh, what are the, what are the, the, the measurements? Like, oh, the, the big ones. I'll get you there. So let's, let's have a big one. Yeah. Have the big one. Did you share it? Or did you have one each? We started sharing it, but I ended up taking the majority of it. Yeah. Because she's like, I don't like the taste. Because she used to smoke in college. So right. she was like, I really just wanted to smoke. I didn't, I didn't want an edible. She was embarrassed for it. And you. I was like, well, was, I panicked. So we got she lollipops. Was like, Why have you bought me calories? Yeah. I was hoping I was going to get yeah, high. As I, yeah. Uh, so now this is, this is where I'm at. And I'm going to show my age. So I'm, I know this. You're already the, 37. I know, but I know this. I'm 35. I know the side effects of weed. Okay. I know it's cotton mouth. So I thought, it's like, I will beat that. By getting lollipops. Not only by getting the lollipops, but before I take the lollipop, I'm going to consume a lot of water. Okay. Now, where I messed up was, I was like, oh, you know what? I got these crystal light packets. I'll have some fruit punch. 
I, I, I must have downed a good liter oh of God. water because I'm going to beat Cottonmouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a better way to do that. Uh, Wait until you got Cottonmouth and then, and then drink. drink. Yeah, I, I know. But I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't think that. I like you preemptively. So I, we have the lollipops. Yeah. I am messed up. Yeah. Like my eyes start moving on me. Okay. Like almost like a telescopic, like I was like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm jealous. It sounds great. No, it was awful because I was like, oh, I'm going to go get something in the kitchen. You want anything? She's like, yeah, get me uh, whatever I, cereal, life cereal I think we had. And I was like, all right, cool. So I walking was, was a problem for me because each step was different. Like I would see it like far away. Then I would see it close. So oh, I was wow, just, that's some good fucking weed. I don't know what was happening. I am, I'm in the kitchen. I was there for a good 20 minutes. She's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I can't move. Like I felt like my limbs, I couldn't control them did you start freaking out i started panicking a little bit i was like you know what i'm gonna go sit down i go sit down on the couch i close my eyes I was like this is gonna go things start spinning a little bit i bolt to the bathroom and that's when the red liquid just starts everywhere oh my god so now my wife is high she's in the kitchen eating cereal doesn't realize what's happening she comes out i'm laying on the bathroom floor there's red every- so she thinks i'm dying she thinks i've puked blood yeah 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 she's like he is dead so you put her into a fucking spin as well. So she's like, "What is? Are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm, I'm I don't know." Uh, well, I think you I'm, weren't saying it that comedy way. Well, th- I'm dying, well, baby. Well, no, I'm dying. well, see, I think at this point I'm talking to her like, "No, I'm good. I don't know." Her recollection is she's like, "You were just sitting there staring." Yeah. So then I'm panicking in my head because now I can't move my limbs. Yeah. I'm trying to move my limbs. I'm trying to talk, but I can't. So now in my head, I'm thinking, "Oh my god." This weed gave me Parkinson's and I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. I'm dying. This That's such a funny, yeah. So yeah. a friend of ours comes over. He assesses the situation. He's like, do you want me to, do you want me to call an ambulance? She's like, you can't call an ambulance. We've got kids. We're going to get arrested because we're high. And we've got drugs in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's already paranoid as well. Yeah. So it was a mess. Like that's, and that was the last time I've, Mess with any kind of like right, so if I'm want, gonna want, do it again, right, so wanna, I, I I need to go in with. Let's crack out the edibles. No, no, no! I need to go with you to a store and you set me up with the starter pack. No, we should invent no, the starter pack. Go ahead. We need to like I have every, all the tools in the trade that we need here. We need to have a day. Uh-huh. Where we're like get your babysitters right, right for your kids, and then or pack them off to the grandparents for a weekend or something like that. And then you and your wife are welcome to come. I get the lady I'm dating to come over, and then what we do is we'll all fucking have a little. Little taste of this, little smoke of that. And then we're going to watch reruns of Montel Williams' show. <laughs> and it's going to be fucking dope. It's going to be beautiful. I'm man. in. Let's yeah. do it. And then we're gonna, you're going to text him. We're going to call him. We're gonna, you're going to get his number through Twitter. Uh-huh. And we're going to call him. We're going to sing to him. All right. We're going to sing Montel a song. <laughs> Dude, it's, you're, you're, you're not alone there. Uh-huh. I think if you, I, I find, this is what, this is, like I said, even just relating to the, the earlier, I know it was a bit more of a serious subject uh-huh. matter, but the idea of going, I am so desperately upset by how people view what being a white straight male represents right. because I think I'm such a progressive, decent individual. Right. But then there's, I don't get me wrong, I've done, I've been mean to people, I've done shit that I shouldn't have done, but right. I'm like, I've not done anything morally or ethically wrong and I'm a good person. But I realize that doesn't make me part of the majority. It doesn't mean everyone's yeah. like that. And the same way, because of my past experience with drugs, which have been rather at periods of time rather excessive and also more class a's uh-huh. now when i have the feelings like you had that day, i go oh my god i'm dying and then immediately in my head i go no you're not dying you're really fucking high 
You've done two grams of coke, three grams of ketamine, a couple of ecstasy tablets, uh-huh. and smoked some weed. And you've done 50 fucking whippet balloons, you know. Right. And you're not dying. You're just a fucking idiot. So ride this one out. And then, you know what I mean? You just so, made me feel so much less cool cause it's I, not it's not about you're, being cool you're, no. you just said you, you, went, you two went through eight different drugs now in my head i'm like well yeah but i had i had a lollipop what had... happened at the end of that is <laughs> I, my heart stopped at best of all at a festival i was djing at. my uh. point is once you've gone that extreme then you're able to constantly moderate uh-huh. how you behave when you're fucked up right to the point where last time i got super fucked up and he put me in a place of danger was when I took a load of mushrooms and was in New York City going for drinks with two girls after a comedy seller show. They see me at a show. They gave me mushrooms. I ate a load of mushrooms. We went to a bar. Guy assaulted one of the girls, like grabbed her and blah, blah, blah. I was like, get your fucking hands off. He comes back and sucker punches me 15 minutes later, taps me on the shoulder and smashes me in the face. I fight him, open his head up. Police arrive, arrest me, arrest. Don't arrest him. Send him home because he has an ID on him. I didn't have an ID at that point. And then when I got sent to the fucking, when I got put in the back of the ambulance, because I said, I need to be seen. I'm damaged and I'm a victim of a crime. Right. They put me in an ambulance and I came up on the fucking mushrooms in the back of an ambulance with two police officers. It was like, and in that moment, my body was going, the siren's on. You need to fucking dance and get <laughs> fluid, bro. Look at all the drugs in this fucking van. Like, you need to talk. Maybe you should ask that police officer to dance. And my head was going, no, you don't. Because it was, it's gone to those places uh-huh. of extremes. It was like you just got to shut this down and fucking just sit there and right. try not to look weird. Right. So I was like, just and I got, I got away with it. Uh-huh. But if I hadn't, if that was the first time, my buddy came around here, Matt. He's a wonderful guy. He works in a normal job, uh, you know, grown up job, right? And uh, has never done edibles before. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Came around here for dinner and he was like, "Oh no, I don't really smoke or anything like that." So me and my girl are smoking a bit after we've had this beautiful dinner, a little romantic double date mm-hmm. uh, here in the apartment. And then, and then we go, "Oh, would you like an edible instead? Because you don't smoke." And he was like, "You know what? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll have an right. edible." And he just like we, me and her, just take a couple of edibles, boom, boom, boom. And he goes, "Oh, I'm just has a gummy." And it's only like ten or fifteen milligrams, right? But he'd never done one before. I didn't know this. Uh-huh. So then he goes, about 20 minutes later, he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I think I'm feeling a bit off that. And that's how I would get. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I've just come up on that. I'm feeling really happy. I'm feeling right. really funny. I'm feeling like everything's good. Everything's mellow. And so I'm like, really? I'm like, that's pretty quick. And he goes, yeah, no, no. I'm just feeling like, yeah, I feel really good. I'm like, all right, cool, man. I'm glad you buzzed. We go to a bar, a cocktail bar at the end of my road to have a couple of drinks. And after about 12 minutes of being there, he's like talking, ordering a round of drinks. He's like, yeah, man, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden he just goes, hmm. And starts making this weird sound. And he like starts like on his chair, uh-huh. on his fucking stool, starts like oscillating like a pendulum swinging uh-huh. in the fucking wind. And he just starts going, hmm. I'm like, bro, are you all right? And he goes, oh, looking at me. And he's fucking eyes are rolling in his head anyway he was like that for like 15 minutes uh-huh. trying to get up to walk to the toilet about three times has to stop like moves two meters and then goes i need to start i need to sit down jeff i'm like no it's all right it's all right it's all right i sit him down and go you're gonna be okay bro this is only gonna last for five minutes you're gonna be all right i'm talking him through it keeping uh-huh. him talking so he doesn't fucking pass out anyway another half an hour after that he's straight back to where he was and he's like holy fucking shit, dude. Holy fucking shit. I'm like, are you all right? And he goes, dude, I couldn't speak to you. You yeah. were talking to me and in my head, I'm trying to form words to say, yeah. I don't feel great, man. And I'm really, but I couldn't even say anything because I was so fucking high. Anyway, made me laugh. But also, <laughs> like, you got to have those baptisms of fire, bro. But they say it's because the edible goes right into your bloodstream as opposed to smoking. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's like blowing cocaine into your asshole. There's more nerve endings, so it goes straight into your bloodstream a lot quicker than if you put it on like up your nose or yeah, your gum. Yeah, don't know what that is either. All You've right. never done that? No. I mean, you know, we can have two dinner parties. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be watching Montella at the end of that <laughs> no, one. No, no. no. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad you survived it. Yeah. I'm glad you came through it, I, I'm a survivor. I, <laughs> you are a survivor. I have a GoFundMe page. I got a... <laughs> <laughs> to buy more edibles. Yeah, I've got wristbands and I still have the shows. I'm trying to raise 500 bucks right. so I can buy a lifetime supply of edibles. For yeah. myself. That's fucking dope, man. Well, I'm glad you tried it. What a bonding experience for you and your wife. Yeah. What was the, what was the final outcome? She was like, you're never doing edibles again. And I was like, I agree. <laughs> there you go. I, I don't want those uh, those kind of lollipops ever again. Shit, man. I would vape, but I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm asking for. I don't like I hearing you do the promos are like oh it's the rolling thing and I was like that sounds amazing. Do you like feeling a little high? Do you like getting a little high? A little I would buzz? like to get to a point where like you see and I've and I've been there before where you a nice little buzz giggly you have a good time. You want a microdose. I want to have a good time. Either you want a microdose or you might want to start using CBD products. Okay. Because CBD will give you a body height. You'll right. feel good. You'll feel warm yeah. and lucid and great. But you won't be like, ooh, I'm yeah. fucking... I don't want to be at, the, 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 at the extreme of where I can't form words. And I don't want to get to the point of I'm uh, uh, some kind of philosopher telling you the yeah, meaning yeah, yeah. of life. I don't... No, I just CBD. Wanna, I just want to be a little giggly. I want to enjoy life. CBD, and- microdosing maybe. And I can teach you how to do that properly. Or, you know, heroin. Okay. We'll get stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, man, thanks for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, it was a pleasure to have you on and to find out a little bit more about your life. That's so interesting. I love that you smoke weed with Montel Williams. Yeah. <laughs> super fucked up with him. Um, I, uh, I'd like people to check out your comedy. Everyone who yes. comes on this podcast, the reason they are invited on is because they're friends of mine. They're people that I think are talented thanks. and immensely funny. And uh, we've just done a wonderful show up in the hills together. I've seen, well, we've performed now on a few shows. Yeah. The one's we, in Vegas. Vegas, that's where we first met. Exactly. In uh, in Vegas at the Comedy Cellar venue out there. And um, and now I can also say to viewers, I can't always say it's about the comics you come on, that there's a wealth of wonderful material that you can check out online, yeah. including all these like, almost like daily. I feel like every two or three days, a new I clip. I drop a new put, clip. Exactly. I drop a meme. I drop something. Yeah, exactly. Until the special runs out and then you'll have to shoot another one to do more clips. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what's coming. April 26th. I did the HBO thing, which is none of the stuff that I've been posting. Amazing. Which makes me laugh because now people come out to the shows and they're, like, they're seeing a brand new hour and they go, yeah, oh, go. I didn't see that stuff. I'm like, yeah, exactly. no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I hate that when a comic does a does a set and then they go, hey, you can buy a CD after the set. Yeah. And then you buy the CD and it's exactly the same. The same. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, motherfucker. Yeah. So if people want to check you out, Eric Rivera Comedy on Instagram, on Instagram and, Twitter. and Twitter. And then that's where you find all those clips, etc. And if you want to find out about live shows as well, is it ericriveracomedy.com? ericrivera.com. ericrivera.com. Yes. That's E-R-I-K. Yes. Um, and then R-I-V-E-R-A. Yeah, I'll even make it sweet. If they follow me on social media, they tell me they... Listen to me on Savage Snowflake. I will give them a free copy of the special. There you go. Free copy. Oh, One dude, hour. That's, that's immense. Have All right. So if they come to either of your social media Any accounts. Any Facebook, Twitter. Drop your little DM to say, hey, man. Savage Snowflake, you got a free copy of the special. You can't say further than that. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. I might do that. I haven't even seen the special. No, but you've seen the, the clips. Hang on. I just got to tweet you. <laughs> uh, yeah so please uh, make sure you check out Eric Rivera and yeah. check out his comedy um, have you got any live dates coming up that you want to tell people about or should they just check Eric, uh, Eric check Rivera. out ericrivera.com um, yeah I yeah, got a couple dates coming rare. up I, I got say. the HBO thing coming up April 26th tell me about in. that because we didn't really get into that probably. so it's sort of uh, you know we, we were talking about 
you know the 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 the, the boxes they did a, almost like a Def Jam for Latino comics. I'm nice. on it. I was one of the comic showcase. It's going to be on HBO Go, HBO Now. It's airing on HBO. What's the show HBO called? Latino. It's called Entrenos. Entrenos. It Enter means amongst us. Um, oh, fuck. Amongst us, but Entrenos. it's in English, so don't worry. Did you see how fucking smooth I thought I was? I, was I like, know. Entrenos. You rolled the R's. Enter I was impressed. The, the new. <laughs> yeah. It's the new new yeah. arrivals. <laughs> wrong. Completely wrong. No, yeah. No. So it'll be available on all the digital platforms. So. But you don't speak Spanish either, so it could be. You don't fucking it's not know. Spanish. I don't do no. comedy in Spanish. I've tried. I've done, I can do, I did 40 seconds of comedy in Spanish. Yeah. yeah. I get physical comedy. No. <laughs> I did, I did. I translated one of my. Ja, 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 I got ja, invited ja. to do a show. <laughs> I get a phone call. Hey, this guy, he's the Jimmy Fallon of Mexico. Okay. Come do the show. You'll do a what little What's his name? What's the Jimmy Fallon of the Mexico? The show called? is called Noches con Platanito. Wait, let me do this. Night with Platanito. Platanito, platanito, plata, 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 plata. The beautiful, no, the 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 the, the dinner night, night with the dinner something, dinner uh, show. Plantain. So it's, it's a cute little. That's that's the guy's name. Plantain. Platanito. Are you serious? Yes. Uh, Google it. Okay. I did not Google it. I get there thinking I'm gonna meet a guy in a suit. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. They, hey, I, I get there. I'm Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. but from Mexico. But from Mexico, yeah, no. They, yeah. I get there. They, but they you're... have Russian accent, yeah. apparently. <laughs> I don't know why. I get there. They go in the green room. I'm in the green room. They're like, oh, Platanito wants to meet you. I was like, sure. Let him come in. I'm sitting there, you know, doing my thing. All of a sudden, yeah. this guy walks in, uh, full three-piece suit. Yeah. Full clown makeup, pink hair. Hey, thanks for doing the show. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Leaves. <laughs> Wait, you didn't even Google it once? No, because I, I, I get the phone call that day. Hey, we had a fallout. Do you want to do it? Okay, it's in yeah, Spanish. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll be there. I, I drive. It's in Spanish as well, the show. It's in Spanish. They're like, can you do stand-up in Spanish? I was like, not well. I, I can do you know maybe one of my bits. They're like, no, you only have to do like 30, 40 seconds because we're going to do like a quote-unquote comedy competition, you and this other comic. And I knew the other comic. I was like, all right, cool. Okay. I'm in. Uh, so he leaves. I called the producer back, and I was like, hey, who, uh, he's, he's a clown. They're like, yeah. I was like, do I... Do I mention he's a clown when I get out there? They're like, no. It's like, does he do clown stuff while I'm like, is he juggling? Is he pie in the face? They're like, no, he's just. That's just how he dresses up. Just clown face and he's straight interview. Hey, how you doing? Sideshow fucking, or was it Krusty the Clowning? Almost. Pretty like, yeah, if you Google it, it's insane. It's like, it it is happening. So I I get up. I fucking love Spanish shows. I get up there. I'm doing the stand up and it's like a a moment. I'm outside of my body because I'm looking into the crowd. And there's 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 children in the audience. There's women who didn't get babysitters and just holding their babies, watching stand up. They don't want to watch stand. They don't want to be there. And the just whole suckling, yeah, <laughs> breastfeeding. I was like, "This is so uncomfortable. What am I doing here?" And before we even start doing the stand up, his sidekick comes up, says something to him. I guess it was disrespectful. I wasn't fully paying attention because at that point, I'm taking in the audience, taking in the surroundings. He smashes his sidekick with a guitar, and the sidekick just falls at our feet. So now we're doing stand up. There's a body on the floor. There's kids. Please tell me there's a clip of this on YouTube. I think so. I'm sure you oh could. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Eric oh yeah. Rivera Platanicos. Yeah. <laughs> so I can do stand-up for like 30 seconds in Spanish. Nailed it. Yeah. Always clowning around. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Is he still alive? Oh, yeah. He's still doing it. He's fucking killing it. Yeah. But the funny thing is, so they called him the Jimmy Fallon of Mexico. He's doing late-night talk show bits from the U.S., but in Spanish, and no one knows he's doing it because it's in Spanish, and no one can prove it. So he just... Copies the material. Yes, does it he did Spanish. the he did he did one of the uh, the you know how Jimmy Fallon does like the kids instruments. Yeah, he did that, but with like a Mexican band, and I was just like, he's 
he's lifting bits. Yeah. But he'll never get caught because he's doing it in Spanish. Oh, so he's no like Carlos Mencia. Yeah, but they, but he's doing it in Spanish. Yeah. So you won't know. He could be doing yeah. a Jeff Leach bit. See, that's where Carlos Mencia went wrong. He did it in English. Yeah. And people knew. If you're going to steal, fucking do you it in do different it in another language, language mate. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to learn. I'm going to brush up my Romanian. Yeah, no, there you go. Just fucking clean <laughs> it. Amazing. All right, we'll check it out. I'm going to find that okay. immediately as soon as we're off here. Uh, thanks very much for coming on, man. Oh, no, thanks for Appreciate having me. Appreciate it. And uh, make sure you check out ericrivera.com and Eric Rivera Comedy. Make sure you send him a little message on Instagram or Twitter and say you saw him on the podcast and he will send yeah, you a free a special. free copy of the special thanks yeah. brother see you next time bye bye <laughs> <laughs>